Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Whiskey Under 50, the podcast where we discuss top shelf whiskeys at bottom shelf prices. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us at whiskeyunder50.com. And if you like us, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And now on with the program. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Whiskey Under 50. How are you guys doing? Yay. Great. Doing it's great. Friday night. Friday night. I should say my brother, Aaron, is here tonight joining hello, us. Hello, hello everybody. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he said he wants to drink only good whiskey, uh, so we brought out only the best. Two of the finest. Well, we, we did drink some before we got started. So. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. No. That's, that doesn't sound like us at all. That is not what we ever do together. We don't just sit around and drink whiskey for no reason at all. We're doing the best of the best this episode, I, I know. Right. This is, I think, what the absolute, if you could spend less than $50 on whiskey, what's the absolute best thing you can buy? And that's where we're at. So these are totally going to be on our top 10 by the oh, time I, we're done. I don't see how either of them could not make oh, okay, it. Okay, okay. Yeah. And without <laughs> further ado... <laughs> The number the the number one or the first one we'll try tonight. Okay. Gar- guaranteed number one. Guaranteed number one guaranteed. is the McFarlane Reserve. Now, what is the McFarlane Reserve? You ask. Well, like- I don't know, Nathan. I think you need to ask. What is the McFarlane Reserve? That's a great question because I don't really know. <laughs> it, it, okay. It was handcrafted in Kentucky. Handcrafted in Kentucky. Okay. Purchasable only at Total Wine. 90 proof. 90 right. proof. It's a total wine exclusive? It's a, well, it seems, I, eh, I don't know if it technically is a total wine exclusive, is but it? I've only ever seen it at total wine. And the brief research I did online says that you can really only get it at total wine. So what, so what drew you to this? Uh, it was a very generic looking bottle. It was $22. And they were tasting it at Total Wine when I was there one time. Okay. And I was okay. like, well, hell, for 22 bucks, sure, I'll try it. Like, it has well, a very, the, very long historical statement on the back of the bottle. It, and I know you like history. Yeah. I, I think that might have pushed you towards this bottle as it well. It might. I think it gives a whole bunch of uh, sort of BS history about McFarlane mm-hmm. and what Civil the name War, is. Civil, and, yeah, American Revolution. That kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, 1791. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George Washington. Mm-hmm. Whiskey tax. 1794. Mayor it's really James, steeped in history. James yeah. McFarlane. Right. But oddly, nothing about what's actually in the bottle. So you have no idea what's in here. There is speculation. Is this like when Costco rebrands other like other stuff? I kind of feel like it. You know, you so you talk to well, you talk, you do a little bit of research online. It's very much talks a lot of talk about private equity companies uh, buying product from other distilleries, aging it on their own, kind of like you know, like a bunch of people that all got together and pitched in some money and they decided, hey, you know, what we're going to do, we're going to get in the whiskey business, we're going to age some of this product and uh, see what we can do. And they gave it a very generic kind of name and title. Well, and not only that, like it's just a very generic looking bottle. It definitely would not call to me if I was walking by it. That's about as plain as it comes, right? It, it truly is. It, it is. Yeah. It's really just the plain bottle. Yeah, it's like tan and, and navy. Does McFarland's make any other whiskeys? Or is this uh, there, there's like a, well, that's the reserve. And I think there is like a 12-year as well. Although I don't have that one so, and, and couldn't comment on the price of it. But I can comment that this one is like 
22-ish dollars, something like that. Dusty so, dusty corn? Yeah, tell us some of the, the notes on well, it. Well, you, uh, you always ask me to tell you that you got to taste and smell the notes. Well, okay. I'm smelling, bitch. What do you think I'm well, doing? Well, what do you think it tastes like and smells like then? Fucking whiskey. That's- <laughs> <laughs> nah, you nailed it with the corn. That's all I get was, on the nose. Yeah, that it was smells, It's corny. Very, yeah, very, very strong it's corny. corn. Ethanol. You know, that just very generic alcohol. Mm-hmm. Kind of sweet grain. So there are some, a little bit of rumors online that it is a part of maybe possibly a Bower Hill distillate mm-hmm. from the Bower Hill distillery. And if it is, then there's doing a little bit more research. Bower Hill gets their product from MGP. <laughs> and MGP... Woo! Has a 70% corn, 25% rye, 5% malted barley mix. Yeah, yeah. I get a lot of corn. Yeah. So it definitely has the, the like almost peppermint aftertaste. Mm. Uh, once I get through whatever the hell that was, that was uh, big, mm. I guess is the only way I can describe it. It was very fiery. A lot of really? heat behind it. <laughs> a lot of heat. Hmm. I'm not getting uh, a. T- I mean, I there's a ton. I don't. I don't get a ton of heat off it. To be honest with you, I mean, it is a 90 proof. So it's oh, not it, like, like my throat is burning. Really? Oh okay. yeah. But is this the first whiskey you've had tonight? It is. Oh well, there you go. Maybe it's just well, got to work te- into it a little bit. Technically not, because I did have some. Is this the written first house in a drink that your wife made me? Is this the first neat or straight whiskey you've had tonight? It is. Okay. There we go. That could be it. Because I'm not getting a ton of heat necessarily, but so I've had this bottle for <coughs> yeah. See, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've had this bottle for I'm going to say nine months or so, something like that, and I find this to be a remarkably uh, unremarkable whiskey. It's yeah. just, it's just, it's a, it's a young, rough around the edges, at high ethanol, yeah, thin, yeah. During the holiday season, I used this to make bourbon balls out of. Oh, good call. Like, yeah. Yes. So Aaron it was just like, you... yeah, I was looking at the shelf, like, well, what am I going to make bourbon balls out of? And I was like, eh, I'll just take this one. Well, because why not? It's cheap, yeah. Yeah, it's cheap. Okay, Aaron, what do you think? You're tasting it. I mean, you're the pro. Yeah, not a lot of depth, but it, I actually kind of like it. Um, it's not as harsh as I would expect from a 90, you know, 90 proof. It's pretty, I actually kind of like it. It is strong on the corn, though. It is a little corny, isn't it? It is definitely corny. That yeah. is like the four, the first main flavor I taste is corn. So it's also a little bit bitter. I definitely get a little bit of bitter off of it. It's definitely not my favorite. Yeah. Probably won't. You get a little... More. How about honey? You get honey off of it? it no? So nope. when I smelled it, I would... I don't know if I would have called it corn, but it's like sweet grain. But I don't get that off the, off the actual taste, no. I don't get any of that sweet honey flavor. Mm, okay. Uh, there's not that, that nice rice spice either. You said it was like 20% rye? Well, if it follows the MGP yeah, well, recipe yeah, of the yeah. Bower Hill, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, 25% yeah. rye. 70% yeah, the, corn, 25% rye. No, there, there's none of that nice like baking spice, like, you know, the nut. Right. And, you know. Right. And I don't think it has any age statement on it either. Two years tops. Oh, it says on the back. Wait, I, I stand corrected. Aged a minimum of three years. Three years. So what are we thinking on this one? Garbage. <laughs> Honestly, I have to say the ice only makes it worse. Like, I, usually when I put it on the rocks, I tend to like it more. I don't like it anymore. Let me Let me correct my question. What do you think of this one at $22? Uh, 
I wouldn't buy it. No? No. Nope. Also, like an Evan Williams bottled and bond yeah. is right around $18. Correct. Much better product? I believe so. Yeah. I think I, you're probably right. Or an overhold or, yeah, I, I wouldn't buy this. Uh, overhold's like 28 is yeah. it really? Yeah. yeah. Are you swimming in money over there? Yeah. What are you doing? Yes, apparently. Yeah. Uh, wait, what's the sound effect for dollar bills? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll have to add that in later. <laughs> I think it's more like coins, but whatever. Um, <laughs> the cash machine. Ding, ding, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would not buy this. No. No. I, I think that would be a giant mistake. I think it would be <laughs> as well. Wow. That. Is a good segue. Oh. <laughs> you see what he did there? I totally saw what he did. Yeah. A giant mistake. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So, um, uh, Jonathan, what is uh, the <laughs> second bottle that is on the table tonight? <sighs> everything good comes from Texas, right? Everything. Well, Texas makes everything bigger. Yeah. Bigger. Mm, yeah. Something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. I have Texas giant. Oh, there's a lot of words on this label. Uh, bourbon whiskey ultra premium giant 95 handcrafted small batch. Wow. That is a lot. That is a lot. So they, t- so they took every word that you could put on a label that didn't require a specific. Yeah. On, on I might note, a pretty cool bottle. Well, and talk That's about cool what the bottle, bottle looks like. So if anybody has ever been uh, to the liquor store and seen the Willet pot still, it's somewhere up around the top shelf and it's. This kind of like, mm, it looks like a genie bottle. Genie bottle, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, out the it's really wide it, yeah. on the bottom, yeah, yeah and then it's, tall yeah. neck. Oh, they they even they even embossed a little gold medallion on here. That that's it's just high quality. Um, but is it? Well, I mean, it has it has an actual cork. It has a, a little paper label that says this is. Small batch seven seven five one two. This is bottle number two one four eight. Bottle number, yeah. I mean everything, yeah, every, and like handwritten. It yeah, is, yeah. Like everything about this should be top notch. Mm-hmm. Should it be giant? Be. <laughs> yeah. Now there's four of us at this table. <laughs> yeah, three of us have had, have had yeah, this bottle before. I feel like before. there's some good backstory here, Aaron. I can't wait. Yeah. The odd I'm one so out. excited, guys. Yeah. This is this is so, great. I can't wait. All the praise about this bottle has been overwhelming. Know, yeah. It's overwhelming. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really it's you um, guys speak so highly of this. I, I can't wait. I bought this bottle at the big box liquor store maybe like four years ago. No way. Like I maybe a year that. or two. I think it was like yeah. a year ago. Yeah, year I and feel a half like, ago. I feel maybe. like yeah. It yeah. was it's been around longer. This has been around long enough they don't even make this product anymore well that could have been like six months ago they make the product just in a different bottle right correct yeah okay yeah this was like maybe a year ago i'm i'm with nathan like it might have been a year and a half but it was definitely in pandemic times it was recent and then i donated it to nathan's collection (laughs) (laughs) he brought it over one day and then left it (laughs) yes yes we did it was recognized that he was leaving it here. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. We knew what we were doing. It was a donation to the bourbon library. Uh-huh. Yeah, because yeah, we don't have our own bourbon library. Mm-hmm. Do we know how long the giant distillery has been around? Does it say on there? Does it say an established? No, there is not a lot out there. And this is, again, something generic. Gulf Coast Distillers, Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. Super, okay. Yeah, super generic, right? Super like, generic. Not super really. Generic. And you actually, if I remember right, you actually emailed this distillery 
at one point, right? Trying to figure out what was like in their mash bill and what they were doing and that kind of thing. And, and you never got a response back. Is that right? I did. I had questions. I mean, <laughs> and you got no answers. Um, you had questions. They had answers, but they didn't give them to you. You know, I'm like emailing isn't really my thing, so I could have screwed that up. And but, no, you didn't. I checked. He he actually did email. It, them. The the email went through. It went through. Yeah, yeah he they just never responded. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh Jesus. First impressions. Well, and uh, so you bought this bottle at the well. You say the big box. I'll just go ahead and say the total wine. But yeah. you you bought this bottle blind, but you bought it basically because of the shape of the bottle, right? I mean, um, it was kind of like, whoa, hey, look at this thing. It's pretty cool on it the looks shelf. Like a it, the, yeah, it's like yeah. a giant cologne bottle. Do you? Yeah, yeah it does look like a yeah. giant cologne bottle. Or, Would you? Do you remember what you paid for it? Uh, I want to say it was around forty bucks. Forty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it kind of hits all those, uh, points for me, you know, like I like my whiskey between like 95 and 105 proof, you know, like small batch, it's from Texas, it's from a small distillery. Mm-hmm. I can get on board with that. It was the bottle. Yeah. I think ultimately it was the bottle. Uh, I think well, the bottle probably yeah. sold it. Yeah. And I've seen they, they have a rye as well. I see at the store. I've never. They do. I've, I haven't purchased the rye. I've never had it. Uh, you know, like. Super nervous about you know dropping fifty bucks on that. Right, Aaron, tell us what you think. Initial first first impression. Yeah, what does it smell like to you? Well, yeah, I mean nose first, right? Yep. Uh, from a funky rum guy. I also get a lot of a lot of corn on this one. Corn. Um, I get a little bit of that pot still um, type of funkiness, where it's like it's like they made a mash and then let it sit for a while. You're not really sure what's all going on in there. It's some funkiness, but. I think it says sour mash some, mm-hmm. somewhere on the label. It does, yeah. But that's just like friendship bread. I mean, that doesn't... Right? <laughs> yeah. like I mean, sour mash just means yeah. they reuse the yeast from the previous batch. i say off the nose, it's not bad. So, It's definitely different than the, than the McFarland before it. Yes. That is for sure. It has a distinctive note. Hmm. Are we all going to taste this? Hmm. Paper? Um, paper. Okay. Um, grass. It is very grassy. It is. Ooh. I remember we, Ooh. you know, we had this like you mentioned. You've had it for a while Ooh. though, and we we drank it a while back. We're obviously revisiting this on the episode, but it is. It very much has a to me a cut grass mm. taste to it. Oh, There's boy. something going on there. It has um, something. That it, is hot it, too. Yeah for 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 just not for just standard old you know good old ninety five proof. Um, it tastes like wet grain to me. Like if if you if you stored your grain and, and it was damp and it kind of got this kind of weird mustiness to it, and then it it transferred over through the distillation process. It is unlike any other whiskey I have on the shelf. Yes, yes. and I'll say, you know, we probably I probably have over a hundred whiskeys on the shelf. Yes. Different type, and this one is by far the standout. It and not in necessarily the best way, but it, it's just it is. It tastes different than every other thing on the shelf. It definitely. I don't has, know how to describe it. It has that like that distinct distinct grass fl- uh, flavor that people have brought up. Like that is something you don't really get out of whiskeys, right? Like you can get grain, and that's common to get like a grainy flavor or a grainy smell, but the actual like grass. 
is not really common, and I don't know that we've ever had anything that tasted like quite like this. And not yeah. like not like fresh cut grass. No, like wet grass. Like yeah. like composted yeah. grass. Yeah, like yeah. compost. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's almost like they had the batch go bad, but they needed to churn it out anyways because they're such a small well, company. I ran to this once with beer. Like I got a beer once from a distill uh, from a brewery, and I had the same impression. It, it was awful. And it was such a small brewery, I figured they couldn't home, afford to like throw it out. Home brewery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like home brewery. Like yeah. I like I made this. Yeah. That's but, what this tastes like to me. That's yeah. like a very like, like a home like brewery home brew brew whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Because it's so ethanol like you get that really kicks you in the ass. Like that ethanol kick. So when you first drink it, it's it's really dry and does ice help? Right. I, I just put some ice in mine to see if it actually helps or not. Also, we haven't tr- I haven't tried this anyway since we had it whenever we first got the bottle. So Yeah, it's probably been six months or something, right? Uh, and it I think it's even mellowed out some since the first time oh, we yes. ever did. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not, like, it's, not, it's, the, not worst. The, deck it's not the worst I've ever had. No. Like it's, the it's not the, like horrible, uh, but the the initial like the neck pour was super intense. And it, it's I looked up a, a picture of this Ooh. before the episode, and they didn't even show it with the neck filled. Yeah, they the neck pour only went up to the genie bottle yeah. part. Yeah. Didn't even go, <laughs> up, the, didn't go up the neck. It was like, what is that about? Yeah. <laughs> it's it like they missed half the bottle. <laughs> it was definitely more concentrated, I think, in the beginning. It it, it has mellowed out. Yeah. Oh, I, so there you go. If you buy it, you just let it <laughs> let open it, it and let it, sit, sit, let it sit for about a year and a half, and then it might be uh, tolerable. It it is interesting because when we first oh, tried this, hold on, hold on. Oh, Jonathan found some info. Let me, get the, let me get that tag off here. We also have another treat coming up with this because we kind of anticipated knowing how we had felt about it. So we had Elisa, Nathan's wife, make us some cocktails to see how it would cocktail. The so, idea being that maybe if you cocktailed it, it would. You, you know could, that funkiness would kind of blend in, or could, yes. become part of the. You could you could play up that quality, right? And yeah, I, exactly. And I believe you made us mint juleps, right? Yes, Alisa is naughty. Would you believe this recipe was handed down through five generations? In five generations, let's hear it. Well, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean it's good. <laughs> it just means. Does that- it say what the mash bill is? No. Okay. No, it's a secret. Uh, it was aged slowly in American oak barrels. What does slowly mean? Like for instead of quick, instead of quickly aged, or like did they put like fresh grass clippings in it? Well, if you look at the color, it's actually that would probably dark. that would probably be a minimum of two years. Okay, I gotta say the the color is actually pretty good. I mean, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it, it does it does have good pretty color. good caramel uh, uh, hints, amber color. Did did anybody get, uh, hints of vanilla and caramel? Nope. No. Uh, for an all-around rich and well-balanced bourbon, totally not rich at all. Really, mm. it's. I'm gonna say the grass smell like overpowers everything. Mm-hmm. It and it is very alcoholic, like just in the taking a whiff off the glass. It's, oh yeah. If it's neat, it's like holy smoke! It goes right to the back of the nose. I have to say, even with ice, it doesn't help. No. Ice does not help that at all. Now, so, what about in so the mint julep? Aaron, you're you're into kind of some weird South American, you know. Absolutely funk, love my rums, funky rums. Love my pot still rums. You know, like funkier the better. Some some of them have this kind of very like feet and parmesan. Absolutely, you know, <laughs> old kind sock. of kind of an old sock. Yeah, <laughs> cat pee. you get that funk. Yeah, yeah, cat pee is definitely used. 
so where where does this rate on the Funko meter? Well, it's not it's not funky in the ways you want it to be funky. Well, I mean, we're talking about rums. You get you get the 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 funky banana type esters and those like yeah. almost like leather funks. Um, this is not this is not so much that. This is more this is so much more vegetal, but not in a good way. Yeah, Holy not shit. in a great way. In a compost bin way. Yeah, hey, uh, very grassy, almost. Oh, you know, I don't know. But like I said, it's not. I, I could see someone really liking this. If you were into that, like that kind of flavor, that some people like that kind of. Uh, oh, no. uh, their palette palettes are weird. Mm-hmm. Like somebody, somebody tried this and went, "Holy mm-hmm. shit!" And their and their eyes bugged out. Right. And they went, that is the best thing I've ever put in my face. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think it could be balanced in a. In a cocktail to be okay straight. It's not my uh, thing. Straight. It's it's a little too it's a little too estery. It's a little too grassy. A little too, a little too grassy for me. Yeah. For, for straight drinking, but uh, so we'll see of, in the julep. Speaking of the cocktail, then uh, way straightens it out. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I was thinking the same thing. I'm, I'm actually wicked surprised. Well, well done. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It definitely helps. I think like the the sugar actually actually helps to balance it yeah. out. Yep. It uh, and then the and the mint actually goes um, well with the grassiness. Yeah, because the you know, mint kind of ha- kind of has those qualities about it anyway. Wow! Uh, no, and a mint julep, it's great. Yeah, like, it would be fine. Yeah, uh, all all those funky weird flavors kind kind of play well. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's where it shines. Maybe you buy the yeah. giant if you're looking for a uh, a Kentucky Derby. Party and you want to make juleps? I don't know. But how much I, is that? Gonna, how much I'm was gonna, the bottle? I missed that. How I'm, I'm going to disagree. You cannot uh, have a Kentucky whiskey at your or a Texas, Texas whiskey, whiskey at oh, your Kentucky true. Derby that's party. True. You're, you're uh, right. You're right. Uh, what am I saying? Yeah. Uh, this was around a forty dollars experiment. Okay. But I will 100 percent agree that the mint julep absolutely strains it out. Yes. It yeah. does, yeah. and it's it doesn't make it into a spectacular mint julep. Is there? But a, it doesn't taste. It's not a gross mint. Julep is either. there a whiskey that a mint julep like it doesn't get better in a mint julep? Oh, challenge accepted. <laughs> oh no, Aaron, why'd you have to ask? Well, you know, I'm saying. I mean, you can put in any whiskey in a mint julep; it might be good. That's right? probably true, actually. Yes, because yeah, mint juleps are good. But I would not say it would probably not be good in something like an old fashioned. Because the old fashioned Ooh. is primarily yeah. just yeah, whiskey. There's nothing hiding it. Right. Yeah. It doesn't hide it. A little bit of bitters well. or something. Yeah. yeah the bitters right. would not take this away. No. Right. Uh, yeah. I do think. And that you would... got full heat there with the old fashioned. Yeah. Nothing, nothing taking a little ice or whatever. But I think that would clash with orange. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I think you're right. I think mint type cocktails were a good call in this case. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah. definitely hit it. Yeah. yeah, great uh, job, Lisa. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, good, Lisa. good job to the wife. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, uh, totally, totally saved that. Um, so, like, play, in- play into those vegetal notes when you're making cocktails with the yeah. client. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, playing on putting some some uh, herbs or something in there. I don't know. So, in the springtime, when we're hanging out on the patio and you have mint uh, hanging around, you can make us some more. A hey, little rosemary, smi- uh, some giant, make some a giant sour juleps. Out of that, maybe, yeah, some giant juleps. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Other, otherwise. Uh, this thing's probably going to hang out on your shelf for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan's gift. Yeah, exactly. Nathan's donated gift. But it's exactly. a, cool, a cool enough bottle where yes. even if it sits on your shelf, cool enough. You can polish it off, peel the labels off of it, turn it into an infinity bottle. I was oh, just going to say they make a great, That'd infinity, be a great bottle. infinity bottle. Yeah. Good call. There yeah. you go. Uh, either of these making it to the uh, top 10? 
No, no. I don't think so. Are you sure? I'm pretty I mean, sure. I mean, we led with that, but I'm pretty sure they're not. No, I, yeah, I, agree. I, I think we kind of took this as the, the, the first few minutes of the show was a, a total lie. The total lie. It was, yeah. That's how we led you in. That's how we got you <laughs> yes, here. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's called a bait and switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is definitely a bait and switch. <laughs> we, we, Good we, tactic. We've never, we've never run the uh, womp womp bottom ten. You know, <laughs> oh, I, the worst I, ten. Yeah. I think actually Nathan has a sound effect for that. Don't you have the womp womp sound effect? <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, that concludes another episode of Whiskey Under 50. You can find us at whiskeyunder50.com and on Instagram at whiskeyunder50. Shoot us a note. Tell us what you think. Take care, everyone. Cheers. That's actually pretty good. whiskey. Okay. Oh, yeah. You, you, You like whiskey? Well, not really. Okay. It's you only like worst. rum. Uh, I mean, well, compared to rum, I am a rum yeah. aficionado. Rum aficionado. But I, but you're stuck drinking whiskey. A rum aficionado. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> wow. That's right. Well, I like American spirits, so I'm a rum fan. <gasps> Ooh. <sighs> when I come back, I, I'll tell you all about it. I can tell this is going to be a controversial episode. <laughs> Wow. Uh, guaranteed. Hey, do you know what spirit started the American Revolution? What's Guess that? what? It wasn't whiskey. Tea. Uh, <laughs> tea. Guess what it was? Uh, it wasn't whiskey. It was tea. We. I said spirit. <laughs> <laughs>